What's up, everybody? This is the Steelers Sanctuary Podcast, and I am David Korb. Um, going solo today while uh, Dave Ribeiro is on his like month-long vacation. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to be on his way back today, though, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, do a uh, post-game like tomorrow, the next day, uh, to give you our reaction to the game tonight. But um, I wanted to I wanted to go ahead and do a pregame uh, for you guys um, since we didn't really cover it um, when we did our Steelers postmortem for the. Uh, for the uh, the loss of the 49ers the, uh, last week, but um, yeah, I just I just wanted to go ahead and get into it. So um, let's go ahead and just go over injuries for now. Um, as everybody knows, DJ uh, is out, um, and so is McFarland. Neither one of them are going to play in this game. Um, Deontay being the, the the worst of that, of course, that's the biggest loss. Um, losing your top wide receiver, or I'll just say your top route runner, if you will. Um, so that's a huge loss for the Steelers. Uh, looks like Ogunjobi, uh, Chooks, Muth, and James Daniels are all going to play per uh, Mark Capulli. Um the, the the big deal uh, for me though is just um, this this hamstring injury with Pickens. Uh, I didn't see that coming, um, and uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh geez, this this is bad. Um, you got your top wide receiver for this game. Now he's got an injury. Really need him to step up uh, in Deontay's absence. And if it affects him at all, honestly, I think the Steelers are cooked. Um, they they have to have Pickens in this game. Uh, and 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 if he can't, if he can't either one, if he doesn't play or two, he just he's not going to be effective. Then they're in trouble. I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to rely. On Allen Robinson, who I understand he did well uh, in the game against the 49ers, but he doesn't have one elite speed or two had the talent like Pickens has. Just, just period. Just doesn't. And then Austin the third's got the speed, of course, but again, not overall talent like Pickens has to have as big as an impact, or at least I don't think so. Um, but so if if you're missing Pickens too, that that's they're they're done um and that's just me being honest um because honestly i if that's the case then they're just going to put eight in the box and and stop Najee and 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 warn all day and the Steelers won't get won't be able to move the ball at all but uh so the injuries for the browns um conklin got hurt last week he's out for the season that's a huge loss for the browns um so uh, other ones that are injured um, coming into this. Uh, the other big ones are Mari Cooper. Um, he's hurt as well. Uh, hamstring injury as well, I believe. And they have him questionable, but somebody reported that he's not going to play. Uh, I'm hoping that's true um, because he is their best wide receiver. Uh, and that if there's one thing the Steelers defense needs, it, it, it needs to, to, to not have to face Amari Cooper after what happened last week. Uh, another one is uh, Juan Thornhill. Um, I th- he's got a calf injury. I think uh, he didn't play last week, but I think he's going to play this week. He's got a questionable tag, but I think he is going to play. Uh, another one is Siaki Ika, uh, defensive tackle. He's got a foot injury. Um, he's designated right now as questionable as well. Um, other guys are Shelby Harris for them, Achilles injury. Maurice Hurst, uh, the defensive tackle, hamstring injury. Uh, and Jedrick Willis, their offensive tackle, has got a foot injury. Um, but right now, none of these guys have an, uh, an injury designation for the for the game, so I'm not sure 
The only one I know for sure of is Amari Cooper uh, is the only one they're coming out and saying probably won't play, and Thornhill should play their safety. So, um, I like I said, still just catching a little break here uh, with some of these guys, like Conklin out for the season, Amari Cooper not playing, uh, and the Steelers need all the help they can get. Uh, so, uh, I'm not glad to, that they're hurt, but I'm, you know, I'm glad to see that we don't got to face them. Uh, my key matchups, uh, I wanted to do some matchups for this game to, to watch. Um, the, the one that's like uh, funny to me is, so with Conklin done for the season, Dewan Jones is going to get the start. Um, he's going to be lined up against TJ. And the thing about Dewan Jones was is that uh, he was scheduled to have a, a visit with the Steelers, a pre-draft visit with the Steelers. And the rumors were that that, uh, after Tomlin went out to dinner with them and just there was just issues with how this guy conducted himself that Tomlin was just like, yeah. And and the, the visit got canceled. So I thought that was kind of funny. And then now you fast forward to now and Juan Jones is uh, telling the people, the media, how he thinks TJ has a weakness and I'm just like, my man, what are you doing? <laughs> Why in the world would you, a rookie, decide to say that a former <laughs> defensive MVP has got weakness? I don't, I don't know why you would even dare uh, say this. So he, he claims that TJ leaves his chest open on pass plays. Uh, look, when you do what TJ's done, I'm sorry, there's no weakness. Uh, I don't care if he leaves his chest open or not. Uh, it doesn't affect him. I've watched two offensive linemen hug him, him still get through and still make the sack on the quarterback. Don't give me this shit about his chest being open or whatever. I, I Just so dumb. Why, why you would even say this stuff? I, I couldn't even imagine. If I was the Browns, I'd be like, hey, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? Don't don't need to give that man any bulletin material at all. But he did. So I'm... Um, this is a matchup I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. Uh, TJ versus Dewan Jones. I hope TJ just absolutely goes off and makes this kid look stupid, personally. But yeah, so just that's the first matchup just out of entertainment for me and how funny it is that this kid would say what he said. Just, just dumb. Um, the next key matchup uh, for me, it, it, this is probably the matchup of the night that will probably decide this game, and that's Nick Chubb versus the Steelers linebackers. Um, Quan Alexander and and Elandon Roberts and Cole Holcomb, these guys have got to have a good game tonight uh, for us to win. They have got to stop Nick Chubb, um, especially with, you know, you're not going to have Cam Hayward uh, Ogan Joby's not healthy. Um, uh, so, uh, once, once Chubbs gets past that first level and he gets that second level where all those linebackers are at, they got to be there to stop him. They got to hit the hole. They got to hit their gap, maintain gap discipline. And, and they got, and they got to stop him. If they get sucked into it and, and they, and they get basically get owned like they did last week, we're in trouble. It, that that's the game. Because if they can't stop Nick Chubb, it's a wrap. Uh, so these linebackers, they've, they've got to be able to step up and stop Nick Chubb. And if they don't, then the game's probably over. Um, I'll tell you this, though. If I want to say 
I think last year, even with what the linebackers we had last year, in that second game against them, I want to say that, that their game plan worked pretty well. Uh, I won't say they completely neutralized him last season in that second game, but they they didn't let him take over the game. Um, and that was pretty good uh, to be able to pull that off uh, with him and Hunt on the team last year together. Uh, so I I have faith that they'll they'll be able to contain him a little bit, um, and that's really all you need. Just don't let him take over the game. Uh, and I and I think they can do. It. I, look, I, I know that the linebackers had a, had didn't have a great game last week, but these guys are good. They're they're good linebackers. You can tell the difference between this linebacker core and last year's. How much of a difference they make. Um, I, I just uh, and some of some of his plays last week, I just thought that they weren't put in there to win. What uh, when you have when you have Cole Holcomb guarding Ayuk, like what are you doing? Like you're just setting him up for failure. Like that's stuff that just. I hope it doesn't happen in this game. I better not see that kind of shit this game. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely the key uh, matchup, I think, that decides this game. But uh, other ones, uh, just in general, um, Deshaun Watson versus Minka. Uh, again, in that game last year, uh, we we really uh, screwed up Deshaun Watson and um, fooled him with the different coverages, and you know, Minka made him pay. And uh, I'm hoping that Minka does it again. I'm, I'm hoping that they can do some things that throws uh, Watson off and he makes a mistake and we make him pay. Uh, so that'll be another thing to watch is just the battle between Watson and Minka and to see uh, see if there's some hidden coverages and maybe they can, they can uh, you know, force him to make a mistake. Uh, another one uh, matchup for tonight is it's it's... Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace versus uh, Donathan Peoples-Jones and Elijah Moore. Again, they get a break if Amari Cooper, if it's true, he's not playing. Uh, and, and Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace, they were horrendous last week. Like, really, really bad. Um, so, now they're going to face two guys that did, hardly didn't do shit last week. But the, my concern with them facing uh, DPJ and Elijah Moore is that is it speed. Both those guys are quick. Elijah Moore even got some um, got some plays rushing the football because of his speed. So uh, last week, so I'm a little concerned in that that uh, department when it comes to speed and these guys being able to keep up with DPJ and Elijah Moore. Can they do it? And uh, you know, I'm not sure they can. Like I'm I, after after how they looked last week. And I mean, look, last two seasons, I've watched Wallace get burned by fast wide receivers. I've seen him get burned by fast tight ends. So, you know, my, my faith in him is just is just not that great. And the thing about Levi Wallace that kind of really uh, made me upset last game was just that Levi Wallace is supposed to be a good tackling corner, and he did not look he did not look like a, a guy comfortable out there making tackles at all last week. I mean, you saw the play where McCaffrey just juked him out of his shoes. I mean, it was just pathetic. Uh, so I'm not, yeah, I'm just not, uh, I'm not really comfortable with these two out there after what happened last week. And I, and I don't, you know, I hope that the speed that those two young uh, wide receivers the Browns have it, I'm hoping that that doesn't, uh, that doesn't create some issues because, it's one thing to not be able to stop Nick Chubb, but if you can't stop these two guys that really have not made that big of an impact yet for the Browns, that's bad. But uh, but that's that's one of the main ones I, I'm really concerned about too. Um, another one, uh, Miles Garrett versus Dan Moore. 
look, Dan Moore had the worst grade for tackles last week. The worst grade. That's bad. Uh, and if it if it's looking early like he's having trouble, then it may be Broderick Jones time. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, the Steelers don't have a lot of time, you know, to f- see whether or not Dan Moore actually has figured it out or not. They don't, you know, we don't got all the time in the world for this because they got to start winning ball games here because you fall behind 0-2 or, you, you know, your chances of making the playoffs are really slim. And yet I know the Bengals are 0-2 now. They lost yesterday, but at the same time, the Bengals <laughs> have a lot better roster than the Steelers do on paper. Uh, so the, the Steelers can't afford to, to go 0-2, waiting for guys like Dan Moore to see if they figured it out or not. So it, it may be Broderick Jones' time uh, in the middle of this game. We can see him get brought in if if Moore's having issues with Miles Garrett. Now, to Moore's credit, I want to say that last year he actually did well against Miles Garrett. He, he was effective, and, and, and Garrett didn't do much. Um, but I don't know, man. After the way Moore looked last week, I don't, I don't know. Uh, next matchup I got here is, um, the wide receivers, Pickens, Austin, and Robinson versus Ward and Newsom. Uh, I said this earlier, I believe Pickens has got to have a big game, I, I think, to help the Steelers win. Um, but here's the thing, he's going to need Austin or Robinson to cause problems in order for him to not get double teamed because literally it's usually Deontay is pulling the double teams. Uh, so now it's going to be on Pickens getting that coverage. So he's going to need either Austin to do something or Robinson to create issues. That way they maybe quit doing the double teams on him. Uh, and, and I'm hoping to see that's what happens. I'm hoping to see that maybe Austin, Austin's speed proves to be an issue for the Browns in coverage. Uh, and hopefully that's how it works out. Robinson's just not a quick guy. He's that savvy veteran. He's like Juju where he'll grind for some yards. He'll get you to the first down marker, but he's not going to blow anybody by with his speed. And he's just he's just not. So uh, the key here will be to just see if they can, if they can do something to help Pickens uh, to avoid being double teamed every play. Next one I got here is... Uh, Kenny versus uh, Juan Thornhill. And, and the reason why I'm putting that here is because uh, Kenny's got to be smart with the football. I, I'm sorry. And more accurate. Let, let's put that on top of it. Because last week, two interceptions, five sacks. This can't happen again. He can't do this again. And there were so many open receivers that he he, he missed. I, I just... There was a couple where literally... One was where Austin, if he sees him, I think Austin takes it to the house. And there was one where Deontay was open, and just he was so off last week. And he can't let Thornhill and their coverages uh, force him to make mistakes. He can't do it. He's got to be smarter with the football. Uh, Now, the only problem with that is is that I can see Canada dialing up these fucking plays where, like, he won't let Kenny let the ball rip. And and that's going to drive me insane, too. All right. uh, That's my matchups. Um... I'm going to go ahead and do my keys uh, to winning. Uh, the first thing's got to be they got to establish the run game. Last week, only six carries for Najee and three for Warren. And, and, and dude, like, I, I, I get it. They were, they were down quick. I, I understand. You got to throw the ball. But their, their whole thing is supposed to be playing bully ball, and we're going to run the ball down your throats. I still can't understand 
how that they only gave Najee six chances <laughs> with the ball uh, after they had built this whole team to be a power running team. It, it just it just made no sense to me. So in this game, they they've got to establish the run. They have to because you let the run game set up the passing game. And for me, another another key to win is they got to give uh, Calvin Austin a third a chance to actually take the cover off the defense because if they do, and he does have an impact in that department, it's going to open up everything underneath uh, for the tight ends. And that reminds me, another thing they need to do, it's, it's time to unleash Darnell Washington. I, I want to see him out there. I want to see him getting some passes thrown to him. Uh, unleash this kid. I, I, this guy has got so much talent. Get him the ball. I, I want to see him catching the ball, running over people. Uh, they they got to do it. Um, let's see 13 personnel out there. I'm down. Let's see him and Connor Hayward and Muth out there. You got to throw different shit at this defense. If you got any chance of winning, in my opinion, you got to throw them different looks. I'm tired of seeing the same shit over and over and over again from Matt Canada. He, you know, it, it's it, it's it's like he's got five six plays, and he has fun every quarter moving them around and when he wants to do them. And the defense is just like, oh, it's this or oh, it's that. I mean, the players are getting there before the they just know where the ball's going. It, it's it's horrendous, and he he's got to start throwing different shit out there. Uh, the and be smarter. I, I'm telling you now. The video of him having four wide receivers run four verticals from the eight yard line had me wanting to lose my mind. I, I was just like, it was fourth and four on the eight yard line. They needed four yards for the first down, and he had all four wide receivers run verticals right into the end zone. I, I, I just couldn't believe that there was no imagination to have any other wide receiver run a different route or cut underneath. I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wow, like this was the best play you could come up with. Is that just laziness or incompetence? Like I, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like you're an offensive coordinator in the NFL and that was the best you had for fourth and four. At the eight yard line, like I, I, I just, I just don't understand it. But then you got guys like Mark Caboli coming out there and saying stuff like Matt Canada had zero to do with this loss, and it's just like, what are you talking about? He had everything to do with the loss on, on offense when it comes to plays. Now they didn't execute either, but to say that he had zero to do with it, Jesus, I, I could, I could show you plenty of plays where he definitely had something to do with it. Uh, I mean, you watch. The play calling it was again east to west, tons tons of throws to the to the to the uh, to left and right, but nothing down the middle or deep, hardly at all. And I get it, Kenny was was inaccurate as shit. So I, I so from that standpoint, that makes sense. But at the same time, you have to threaten that. You have to, and they forbid to do it. So I, I he has to he has to change these things and get more creative because. I'm just I'm at a point with Matt Canada where it's just like, dude, get creative, or get the fuck off the team because you're 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 killing this offense. I mean, let's think about this. So yesterday, the Rams are literally tanking and gave the 49ers a run for their money yesterday because Sean McVay's the one running that fucking team. 
and you and you know Sean McVay and his background of being an offensive guru. So look what he can do with the team he's actively tanking with. Their offense still gave the 49ers trouble. It's amazing to me to see that. And then we have our team who's actively trying to win. Couldn't do anything. Nothing. Um, and, and look, on, on defense, I, look, I want to see more Keanu Benton. I want to see Joey Ford Jr. I want to see more of these kids out there. These kids are talented, and you can tell. And, and they need to be out there. Because uh, here's my thing. In fact, the first four picks from this draft, I'd like to see out there more. If the veterans are not going to get it done. Um, Pat P looked horrible last week, as did Levi Wallace. If they start to have trouble again, put Joey Ford Jr. out there, man. Let him have a shot. Keanu Ben, you've got to start. Got to. No Cam Hayward, Ogan Joby, not healthy. Dude, Keanu Ben's got to be out there. I'm still pissed that they didn't call up Fajoko from, from the practice squad. I, I just. The guy's a run stopper. You got your ass beat uh, in the run game. How in the world they don't call up uh, Fajoko, I have no idea. Because I really wanted to see him and Benton uh, out there if Ogan Joby also uh, wasn't going to play. But to not, to not uh, pull him off the practice squad, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, they really must have a lot of faith in Armand Watts uh, I, and Loudermilk, I'm guessing. Cause I, and, I, and Liao. And, and Liao, in his own right, is another one that should get playing time. He, he, he held his own uh, last week. Um, and another player that I'd like to see get playing time. So, but I still think they should have caught off Fajoko. Count of Ben's got to get more playing time. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right, so I'll go ahead and give my prediction for the game. So the Steelers, they haven't, I think I saw this right, they haven't lost a Monday night football game at home since 1991, I think I saw, which is a crazy stat. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. I'm, I'm going to say they win 21-17. Uh, I think that not having Amari Cooper really hurts the Browns. Uh, it's not like the Steelers where you know you lose Deontay, but you have a George Pickens. They don't, they don't have that quite. They've got two guys with speed in Moore and DPJ, but that's really all they really offer. Um, so I, I think the Steelers' game plan to stop Chubb and, and I think that, that really hampers the Browns from scoring a lot. Uh, and I think the offense does just enough by establishing a run game, and it helps Pickens have an impact on the game as well. So I, I'm going Steelers 21-17. Uh, I really hope they don't go into. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that they can, uh, they can avoid that. But, uh, yeah, guys, that's what I'm going to go with. 21-17. I really hope that they, that they have a good game tonight and it's a lot more enjoyable than last week because what we saw last week, my God, if we have a second week in a row of that stuff, Jesus. Uh, all right, guys, that's all I got. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, hit that plus button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. Um, don't forget, uh, if you're a Pirate fan, I also do the HodgePodge Nothingness podcast. Um, just recently, I now have a mic, uh, micro site with signupexpert.com. I partner with them. Uh, to bring you sports books. If you like betting on sports books, go to that site. Uh, signyouupexpert.com backslash nothingness is the site to start doing sports books if you'd like them, like to do that kind of stuff. Um, hopefully Dave will be back and we can do a, uh, a post-game thing either tomorrow or the next day. 
Uh, I'm looking really forward to it. All right, guys, take care. I'm out.